Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Hey everybody and welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. I am Barry Miracle, your dream coach, and we are continuing to learn how to walk victorious in this life and what we need to do to become everything that God dreamed about us for us and prepared that we should walk in here on this earth, even according to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, where he says, I prepared pathways, good pathways for you to walk upon before time began. And like he said to Jeremiah chapter one, in chapter one, verse five, he says, I knew you before you were in your mother's womb and I sanctified you before you were born. Now, unpacking that is really interesting. And I have in some of the uh, former episodes, but we are in episode number 20 and I'm calling this overcoming faith, overcoming faith. And the next couple of episodes are going to be with uh, a life of the overcomer. And so today I'm going to be dealing with um, things like what is overcoming faith, how to get overcoming faith, and why we need overcoming faith. But before I get any further into that, last week we talked about dominion and, and that in this year, uh, I believe that God is emphasizing family, fruitfulness, and dominion. And the definition of dominion is supreme uh, authority, sovereignty, absolute ownership, and self-governing. That we all have a sphere to subdue, a metron to minister to, a promised land to conquer, and a garden to tend. And God has given us this anointing and this ability to take dominion. And how do you uh, take dominion? And all these things we discussed about and, and that we can and what it is and what it isn't. And you could just go back and, and go over that episode from last week. But this week, I want to get right into it because I don't want us to uh, come up short and, and have to do another episode. I think I can get this all into one. Of course, as the topic of overcoming faith, you could take, uh, you know, maybe six months to talk about it. But I, I think I'm going to be able to give you a, a good overview and something that you can bite your teeth into and something that can help you uh, in the days coming. Because, you know, let's just face it, uh, we are in absolute uh, dark moments in a lot of people's lives. And I believe that in, in the kingdom of God and, and born-again believers, the, these are going to be our best days. But we, they're not just going to be our best days because we are born-again believers. They're best days because we operate in the um, resources that God has given to us to live victorious. If we do not tap into what God has given to us to operate in at this time, we will be like the rest of the world and, and suffering just along with the world. But you need to know that you are an ark. You are the ark of preservation. The and, and the anointing on the inside of you, the glory on the inside of you is actually encompassing you and you, is your arc of preservation that you can manifest in this realm. 
but how do you do that? How do you how do you take dominion? How do you do all this? And how do you how do you become an overcomer? You have to learn how to activate your overcoming faith. First uh, John five four and and actually five. I'm going to get into that, but it it um, it says that this is the victory that overcomes the world. What what part of the world are we trying to overcome? It's the spirit of the world. It's called, you can look into it, it's the Weltgeist and the Zeitgeist. It's the spirit of the age and the spirit of the world. That um, the, the thing that is causing us to overcome the world, it says, even our faith. There's darkness on the earth and deep darkness on the people with all the shutdowns, I don't need to go over it all, the quarantines, and even things like economical instabilities, many people have been seemingly lost their way in the midst of it all because of disappointments. They, m- many people and even believers are like, um, that, that, is, that should never have happened. I wasn't believing for that. I didn't think that was going to happen. What, what in the world went on there? Or, you know, I, I thought I had a word from God. Even believers, I've, I've heard believers say that. And I thought that the prophet said this. And, and it was... was supposed to happen different and and uh things like that just should never have happened what so what is going on many these are actually guys these are very legitimate questions and we need to have answers for these questions we need to be the answers you came into this realm full of resources actually more resources than you could ever use in 10 lifetimes waiting for you to tap into them so how do you how do you walk in victory can you walk in victory even in the midst of the darkness even in the midst of the pain and the problem and the valleys of the of the shadow of death and and the enemy seemingly winning at at every angle you you just you know i thought this was going to happen i thought this person was going to get elected i thought that person was going to be the answer i thought god is saying look at guys the ecclesia the church needs to be the answer we need to stop putting our faith in systems of men and in man we need to put it in what jesus christ has done for us and the resources that we have that we brought into this realm to manifest into this realm and how do you do that how do you walk in victory in the midst of impossibilities you you do it by developing overcoming faith the bible says in hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 faith comes so here's the fact if faith comes faith can go what does that mean it's it's like this the glory of god that moses had compared to the glory that we had is like his was none at all because his was fading while ours remains where does it remain the glory of god still remains and we have accessibility to it every day of our lives but we still have to tap into it faith comes so if faith comes there's an opportunity for your faith to diminish and and the glory of god that we tap into by our overcoming faith that comes upon us and flows forth from us and begins to shift the atmosphere and shift situation and 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 solve problems and heal the sick all that diminishes if you don't develop it on a regular basis i've often said to my spiritual sons never forget this after three days something always happens after three days If you don't spend time in the presence of the Lord, you begin to smell like a rotting carcass. 
Well, isn't that lovely? No, seriously, you begin to you begin to resurrect the old man. There, there's something. That, see, because you put the death, the deeds of the body by the spirit. But by the Spirit, you put the death, the deeds of the body. And this is how we operate. So if you're not developing your faith, your faith is diminishing. There's no such thing as just staying. You just don't, you don't maintain without having, developing an intimate relationship with God on a daily basis. Your faith diminishes. The glory of God diminishes. It, it, you have to. It's it's not that it's leaving you because you are a spirit and you are one with the spirit of the living God. But that's housed within your body. You are a temple of the Holy Spirit, and you're the temple of your spirit. Your body is is will be saved one day. Your soul, which is your mind, your will, and your emotion, the CPU, the central processing unit of your being, is being saved with the washing of the water of the word, but it's something that you have to be vigilant at because there are words coming from the world that are trying to wash the word of God out of your mind. It, the battleground is in the mind. If you wash your mind with your, your mind with the word of God, you will fortify your emotions and, and you will strengthen your resolve or your will. So this is what it is to be an overcomer, is that we need to renew our minds and we need to be um, always developing our faith. So we need to, to walk in victory, which we can every day. We need to develop our overcoming faith. So did you know, and, and, and one of the things that you need to know is that you do have, everyone that was, is born again has overcoming faith. Another interesting statistic is that God uses the term um, your faith 126 times. You are saved by faith, by your faith. You are healed by your faith. And even Enoch was raptured by faith. In Romans chapter 14, verse 23, it says that you can, uh, if you can't do it by faith to you, it's sin. So even life itself is, is about faith for a believer. Even it, it's like this, if you can, like I, I was just talking about, um, if you can't do it by faith to you, it's sin. That's like dietary laws. And, and you know, if you can't, if you can't eat pork by faith, you should not eat it because to you it's a sin. So to have victory in everyday challenges, we need, and we need to operate in overcoming faith. So let's just go back to First um, John Five, verse 4 and 5, and I'm going to start reading in verse 4. For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is, that, who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Amen. The victory that overcomes the world is our faith. Today's topic is called Overcoming Faith. And I just want to read um, in the Hall of Faith, I'm going to be, give you a few examples of people that by their faith, they overcame. 
Hebrews chapter 11, verse 30 through 34. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were encircled for, they encircled for seven days. By faith, the harlot Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spies with, with peace. And what more shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and, and Japhethah, also of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, became valiant in battle, turned to flight the... Uh, to flight the armies of aliens, all these things, these uh, um, Old Testament heroes um, did by overcoming faith, by their faith, they did all these things. They overcame the world by their overcoming faith. The word overcome is the Greek word there, uh, meaning overcoming conqueror. And faith um, is the Greek word pistis, which also means great faith. So I'm just going to turn to Matthew chapter two, uh, sorry, chapter 17, verses 14 through 20, and um, just setting some some foundation for where we're going. So Matthew chapter 17, verses 14 through 20. When they came to the crowd, a man approached Jesus and knelt before him. Lord, have mercy on my son, he said. He has seizures and is suffering greatly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. And this is what Jesus says. Great words of encouragement from the master, the spirit of love himself saying, you unbelieving and perverse generation, Jesus said. Jesus replied, you unbelieving and perverse generation, how long shall I stay with you? Or how long shall I put up with you? <laughs> bring, sorry, bring the boy here to me. Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of the boy and he was healed at that moment. Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked him, why couldn't we drive it out? because you are of a perverse and unbelieving generation. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I'll just release joy to you right now in Jesus' name. Oh. So then Jesus replied in verse 20, he said, because you have so little faith. Truly, truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small, or the literal translation is size, as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, be from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. So what is he saying right here? He's saying you couldn't do it because you had so little faith, or in another translation, because you're unbelieving. And, and up there he says, Jesus you know, kind of rebuking them and say, you unbelieving and perverse generation. He's saying, because you're unbelieving or because you have so little faith. That word, that word uh, so little faith or unbelief is the Greek word oligopistis, which, which actually means a short burst of faith. So they couldn't heal the boy or deliver the boy because they did not 
have faith. They had oligopistis, which is a short burst of faith. Not that they didn't have faith or else they wouldn't be following him, but there's something about overcoming faith. There's something about great faith. There's something about um, increasing the longevity of your faith. So if oligopistis is a short burst of faith, meaning that, you know, when a trial comes or something happens that you lose faith, we need to be at a place where we have great faith, where we have faith in God. We have faith in what Jesus has done. So, so, um, mustard seed faith. He, He says, let me just go back there for a second into that scripture. Um, okay, here it is. Truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small, which is the literal translation size, as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. That's amazing. Nothing is impossible when you have faith. So mustard seed faith, this is... He said, if you have uh, like mustard seed faith, the size of mustard seed faith, then you will be able to speak to mountains and see them removed. Nothing will be impossible for you. So what is mustard seed faith? It is not mustard. Let's just say what it's not. Mustard seed faith is not measured in size as in quantity, but mustard seed faith is measured in quality of time as in longevity of length of time and long-lasting faith or enduring faith. So it's a faith that stands up. It's a faith that can outlast a storm. So you don't need bigger as in, as in more muscle faith. You need more enduring faith. You need, you need faith that can, that can stand and in all things stand. And then you see the deliverance of the Lord because the, the enemy does not have the ability to be omnipotent or omnipresent. He is definitely not omniscient. And so what am I saying is that he doesn't have the ability to outlast you. You have eternal principles in the faith, uh, in your faith in God to be able to outlast. And that's what we're trying to develop is this mustard seed faith, which is the longevity of time, the the long lasting faith and the enduring faith. And I'll just... Mustard seed faith is like a mustard seed is only one to two millimeters in length, while the orchid seed um, is is the size, specifically the jewel orchid, is this is a microscopic point zero five millimeters in length. So that's the smallest seed on the planet. So God was not speaking that the mustard seed is the smallest in size of quantity or massness. It is the the seed that endures. It's the seed that can break through any circumstances. So God, and I said it at the beginning, God uses the term your faith 126 times. And let me give you an example. In Mark chapter 5, verse 25 through 34, um, a woman who has had, had a hemorrhage, verse 25, had a hemorrhage for 12 years and endured much uh, at the hands of physicians. She spent all the money that she had and got no help. But instead she got worse. So you know the story. 
she this this lady was bleeding for 12 years in in her monthly menstrual cycle she couldn't it wasn't a monthly but she was bleeding for 12 years and she was considered unclean so she couldn't out go out in public she was contained she was quarantined she was she was uh, she was not allowed to be around people does it sound familiar and and so but this is terrible because the, the very life flow of her being was she was bleeding every day for 12 years and couldn't get a stop. She wasted all her money. She was at her last um, ditch hope when she heard about Jesus. And so she said, if I can just get to Jesus and if I could touch the hem of his garment, I know I will be healed. If I could just get close enough to his talith, his his prayer shawl, if I could just get close enough and 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 touch touch the 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 knots at the edge of his robe. If I could just touch those, uh, the promises of God that they represent. If I could just get, t- if I could just tap into the anointing on his life that is coming through and, and saturating the very garments of his being. If I could just get to the wings, uh, the, the healing that is rising in the wings of his garment. If I could just touch the hem of his garment, I know I will be made well. So she did. She pushed through. All the opposition. You, can you imagine? It, 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 you got to. You got to use your sanctified imagination to understand what was happening in this lady's life. She was quarantined. She was contained. She was restrained. She was not allowed to go into the public because she could be stoned. So what was she putting up with? What was she? What was going on in her mind? What was the the mental barriers she had to break through to push through to get her healing? She had all these things happening and she pushed through the crowds and she had to fight through the crowds and and underneath all of the weakness, like she dwelt bleeding for 12 years. How did she fight through all that and get to the master where there was a throng? There was people that were all pushing and and, and trying to get close to Jesus, but they were just trying to get close to see with their physical eyes. She was trying to get to Jesus to get an answer. And so she comes, she touches the edge of his garment and virtue left his body. The anointing left his body and she felt something and she got healed. And all of a sudden Jesus says, who touched me? Come on, this is this is who you, you should be, that you should be pulling on with your faith. You should be pushing through all the noise and the, and, and the clouds and the thunders and the lightnings and, the, and, and everything that is happening to, to get to Jesus and pull something. You have, an, you have the ability to pull something from God today. And Jesus said, who touched me? And his disciples thought, you know, kind of really funny. And, and I guess it kind of looks a little bit funny because everybody was thronging. The Bible says there was a crowd around him and everybody's trying to get close to him. Everybody was trying to touch him, but somebody touched him. And he looked around to see who it was and who had done this. But a woman fearing and trembling and aware of what happened to her came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. She went through the whole story. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in your peace and be cursed. I mean, sorry, be cured. Wow, that was really wrong. Go in peace and be cured of your disease. No, he did not curse her for pulling uh, the glory 
out of his mortal body, from his spirit, through his mortal body, through his garment and into her hand and right into her very womb and, and healing her completely. He did not get upset with her. He, he actually championed her and he actually not only healed her, but he restored her. And she began to be quickened even at that moment. So what is your faith? What is so important about your faith? And I know there's some people that are listening right now and, and somebody's going to be talking about this episode to somebody and they're saying, oh yeah, you know, just let's just, you know, kick them out of the down. You know, you're just saying I don't have enough faith, so I'm not going to get healed. Well, quite frankly, I have to be honest to you. I have to be honest for you. You are saved by faith. You will be healed by faith. Whether it is your faith or somebody else's faith, you only tap into the kingdom of God. You only tap into the resources that God has available that he put on the inside of you by your faith. Don't, I, I cannot lie to you. And I'm not going to pamper you. And I'm not going to say, you know, and I, I'm, I'm, I love you. So I want to tell you the truth. You need to develop overcoming faith. You can have victory in every situation. Catherine Coleman said it like this years ago. She says, you don't have to go down in defeat, not one single day. So that means you can have victory. Every time a storm comes, peace can come. Every time a disease comes, a disease can be cured. Every time economical instability happens around the world, whether there's a depression, oppression, or a recession, whatever it is, you can have victory right in the midst of a depression. It doesn't matter what is happening in the physical realm. You, your economics aren't determined by what is happening to you. It de depends on what happens within you and then comes out of you. And this is what your faith is for. So what is your faith in? Okay, my next question for you. Let's turn to Mark chapter 11, verse 20 through 24. Oh, my Lord, help me, Jesus. Uh, verse, uh, verse 20 of Mark chapter 11. I love this, this chapter of Mark 11. As they were passing by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots up. Take note of that, from the roots up. And being reminded, Peter said to him, Rabbi, look, the tree that you cursed has withered. And Jesus, and, and Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in in God. What's your, what's your faith in? Have faith in God. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes, come on, that which he says is going to happen, it will be granted to him. Therefore, I say to you, all things for which you pray and ask, believe, have faith in Pistis, great faith, that you have received them and they will be granted to you. Do you remember what Jesus said? If you have faith as a mustard seed, this is long during, in, long enduring and, and long lasting faith. Faith that endures, faith that stands, faith that does not believe, does not um, doubt and does not have oligopistis which is a short burst of faith. Jesus would rebuke the disciples several times, even when they're out and they're in the storm. He says, he says, how long will I put up with you? 
And, and, and another time he said, how can you be so unbelieving? Don't you remember the, the, the time that I fed when they were talking about bread, uh, the time that I fed 5,000 and the other time that I fed 4,000 out of, out of basically a, lo- a couple loaves and a, and a couple of fishes, a few loaves and a couple of fishes. Do you, do you remember? Don't have oligopistus. Don't have a short burst of faith. Remember be remember these things that I have provided for you. Don't have short bursts of faith, have longevity of faith. So Romans chapter 10, 17 says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of God. So what is our faith in? Our faith is in what Jesus Christ has done for us. Our faith is in God. Our faith is in the blood. Our faith is in the, the, the death, burial, and resurrection, the, the, the ascending into heaven and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ himself on the mercy seat in heaven, creating a full circle and accessibility for everything that we need in this realm. His blood was shed in this realm and his, and his blood was sprinkled on the mercy seat in, in the heavenly realms, creating accessibility in both realms. So our faith is in that. Our faith is in the promises. And I'm going to get into that in just a minute. Our, our faith is in the promises of God that are yes and amen of those that are in Christ Jesus who believe. Ha! Huh. The promises of God are for those who believe, who have great faith. You could tap into the promises by your faith. So Romans chapter 10, verse 17, I just read it. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of God. So first of all, faith comes. It's present tense. Faith comes. If faith comes, faith can go. If faith can come, faith can go. Faith is is now in the present as in as it says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse one, faith comes by hearing. Faith does not come by having heard. So it's it's very helpful to have a history of developing faith. And there is a foundation and things that you can go back to and it becomes easier, but it still comes. Faith comes by hearing. It's in the now. Faith does not come by having heard. So in other words, you just can't rely on what you listened to in the past. You got to develop. I, I remember back in 1992, maybe 93, maybe maybe even in the early 90s, I was listening to a, a, a study by Gloria Copeland. It was called Faith Opens Prison Doors. And there were $6 million in debt. And if they, if they, they had assets that developed I mean, sorry, that, that worked out to about $6 million so they could sell off everything and they could walk, walk away debt-free, and, and, but they would start be starting all over again. And they said, I don't think God wants us to, to just start all over again. We have some resources. We have some things. We just need to believe God that he's going to move for us. So what they did is they went back to the tapes that they used to listen to by Charles Capps speak to them about developing faith and tapping in and releasing their faith and how they tapped into the resources they needed to not only um, pay back the $6 million, but now they're worth almost $750 million. And you might say, well, that's excessive. It doesn't matter. 
It doesn't matter what your belief it is. I don't have a prosperity doctrine. I just believe that there's prosperity in the kingdom of God. It's not my focus. It happens to me as I develop my faith faith and begin to believe for everything that I need because there's certain things they need that, that I don't need. They, they're, they're certain because of their platform, their spheres of influence and their metron of ministry, they need different things. I need different things that they, that they don't need. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to be prosperous in every way and I'm going to, I'm going to be free in every way. And I'm going to be, I'm going to be able to have everything I need to fulfill my purpose. But how do I do it? I have to do it the same way they did. I got to get back into the word of God. You got to get underneath a preached word because faith comes by hearing. Your hearing is cleared. You, how do you get uh, great faith? How do you get the overcoming faith? You, you get it by hearing. So faith comes by hearing the preached, proclaimed, proceeding, prophetic word of God that we preach according to Romans chapter 10, verse 8. And it says it right there, the word of faith that we preach. The word of faith that we preach. What, what, what do we need to hear? We need to hear the prophetic word from God out of his mouth in the season on a day, on a regular basis, we need to hear God's word preached and you need to be led by who you're listening to. And, and, and you just need to be underneath an anointed preach. That's why one of the reasons why I'm doing these podcasts so that you can go over these principles on a regular basis and clear your hearing. Because if you can clear your hearing, faith comes by hearing. When you get your hearing cleared by hearing somebody else preach the word of God, then it, then you are able to hear from, from God by yourself. See, what you do is you get underneath these preach, you listen to these podcasts, you may May not even uh, learn a single new uh, principle, but the anointing on these words that I'm releasing to you is causing your hearing to be cleared. And now you can leave this podcast. You can ask God, God, what do you want to say to me? And then you, all, you can hear better because you spent time developing your faith, but faith comes by hearing. So you need to understand that your, your hearing gets cleared by hearing the preaching of the word of God. Amen. So when Jesus was baptized in the Holy Spirit and he goes into the garden where he was led by the Holy Spirit in the garden, or sorry, not in the garden, in the wilderness. So when Jesus was baptized in the Holy Spirit in the River Jordan, he gets up from that place. He goes into the wilderness where he's tempted for 40 days and 40 nights. And at his weakest point, the enemy comes to him and says, if you are the son of God, then turn these stones into bread. And Jesus says, fishing, as he whips out his sword of the spirit, he says, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. I'm living in the midst of a proceeding word from the mouth of God. I live by the word of God. I've been born again of the incorruptible seed of the word of God, and I'm living in the midst of a spoken word. So I need to get underneath a preached, prophetic, Holy Ghost word of God on a regular basis so that I can clear my hearing, so that I can hear if I can hear, if I get my hearing cleared by the preach proclaimed word of God, I can have 
effective hearing. And if I can have effective hearing, I will have faith because faith comes by hearing. But hearing comes by the preached, proclaimed, proceeding, prophetic word of God. And you need to do this on a regular basis because after three days, if you're not developing your faith, your faith is going because faith comes. And if faith can come, faith can go. Let's turn to, um, sorry, I'm going to take another few minutes and trying to wind this down. Hebrews chapter 11, verses one through three. Now faith, now faith, it's a now faith, is the substance or the realization of things hoped for and the evidence or the confidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were made of the things which are not visible. So what am I saying? That you can step into any situation or circumstance that God has led you into. There are valleys of the shadow of death. There are, you, you've been placed in the midst of chaos. You've been placed in the midst of that family, in that job, in that region, in that province or state or country that you, that you are, that you're in right now. You're listening from God has placed you there on purpose with more resources than you could use in 10 lifetimes, but you got to tap into it. And you're, you may feel like you're in the place of unknown and you've never been here before. Well, that's just great. You know why? Because this is some place. The place of the unknown is the only place that you can create something that never was. And how do you do it? You create by speaking those things as though they were. You speak by faith. Now faith is the realization of the things hoped for and the confidence of things not yet seen. You can speak and call things forth by faith. Don't let anybody say to you, oh, you're just one of those claim and, and, um, you know, call it and, 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 and all this kind of stuff. They, they try to put you down and name it and claim it and, and all this kind of stuff. Don't, don't listen to this because this is how it actually works. Why are they trying to, you know, stop people from decreeing, declaring the, the promises of God and calling it into the now? If it is for you, if it is according to your purpose, if, it like, if it's like healing or where you need finances for your family or you need a home or you need a vehicle to get to work, all these things, these things are, are part of who you are and they need to come into your life, but they come by using overcoming faith. Hallelujah. And one last thing, or a couple last things. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. You can't even please God without pistis or great faith or overcoming faith. You cannot please God except by faith. So you're wondering, what in the world can I give back to God? He has given me any, everything. I, I, my decisions I make, he gives me the grace for. The gifts I have, the calling, the, the ability to speak and, and prophetically speak and have words of knowledge, all these things that I operate in, it's not me. But the only thing I can give to him is when I give him my great faith and I stand and all things stand and I believe him. See, he's the keeper of the covenant and you can go back and you can listen to all that, all, all those, go back to the previous um, episodes. And I talk about that, that, about the Abrahamic covenant. And, and so he's the keeper of the covenant that, that we've been grafted into. He's the keeper of the covenant that Jesus died for, that we operate in. He's the keeper of that. All we are responsible for is believing. Our responsibility is to have overcoming faith in this realm to tap into all the resources that he has available for us. 
And Proverbs chapter 16, verse 7 says, when a man's ways please the Lord, he even makes his enemies at peace with him. It's so good to operate in overcoming faith. You have it on the inside of you. You've got to develop it. How do you develop it? You get, you get into a service or you listen to this podcast or you listen to other podcasts that I have, or there's other people that have faith building, faith releasing, faith developing messages uh, or just getting underneath an anointed preach. I've been sitting in, 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 in times. I remember when God told me I was going to marry Tammy, my wife, tw- over 28 years ago, 29 years ago. I was sitting in a mess, in a service with James Robinson speaking. And I didn't, don't remember one word he said. I wept the whole time as God began to tell me. I heard from him because I was underneath an anointed preach. I was able to hear properly. The atmosphere was charged with faith and I was able to hear because of the preached word of God. And if you want to live at peace with all men and you want peace on all your borders, you got to learn how to have faith because without faith, it is impossible to please God. And, And how do you... And what does pleasing God produce? Peace on all your borders and peace with your enemies. Okay, this is 40 minutes. I'm sorry, God. I, guys, I didn't mean to make it this long, but I had to get it all in. And I'm, I'm okay with this. We may come back to what faith is and, and, and go into deeper levels of that at a later date. But um, can, can, you guys, um, can you guys share some testimonies of what Wake Up Into Your Dream, this podcast has been for you? How has it blessed you? Um, can you share it with me? Can you go to my website, www.barrymiracle.ca and share with me there? Or you can email me. I think you can even just email me there or you could just write down this direct email to me, which is B-A-M-I-R-A-C-L-E, B-A-Miracle2 at gmail.com. Could you just write me? Can you let me know? Can you make a um, even... Uh, a, a testimony on on the podcast that where you live and and give it some stars or whatever just so that I can hear this so we can I'm, I'm coming up on six months um sometime on um, March 16th will be our half our sixth month episode it'll be 26th episode and I want to be able to uh, and I don't if you want to be if you don't want me to use your name in it or anything like that just please just say this is private but this is what it's done for me or I don't want you to share it, but um, you can share the story, but don't share my name or where I'm from. And I would uh, certainly appreciate to hear that. And it would encourage my heart because I'm putting a lot into this and, and I, and I want to know that we're being effective. So once again, it's Barry Miracle. Have faith in God. What is your faith in? It's in everything that Jesus did. What is your faith in? Your faith is in the promises of God that are yes and amen. How do you get great faith? Get underneath a preached word of God because faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of God. Why do you need great faith? Why do you need overcoming faith? Because everybody in your sphere of influence needs a breakthrough and they need to see somebody walking in victory. And how do you walk in victory? By using, operating in overcoming faith. Barry Miracle signing off for now. Till next week, Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. 
If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.